What's up? It's your girl T and I'm here with another episode on Serve Thy Neighbor. So this episode is for my shook ones out there. And what what do I mean by shook ones? I mean the ones who want to serve God but are too scared to give up their their own life and their own habits to serve him. See, you can love God, but you have to apply his commandments to your life to truly be accepted into the kingdom of heaven. And there's nothing wrong when you let go of what you think you want. You really start receiving what you actually want, what you actually deserve. So so God wants us to be saints. And I want to break down what saints even mean because I feel like saints just get such a bad name. And people think that saints is just, oh, judge everybody else and I'm better than everyone else and um I, I have God in my life so I'm not like everybody else and I can just push them away and ignore all the all the sinners and everybody that's in my past life and that's not what a saint is. That's not what Jesus Jesus was a saint and he didn't ignore anybody. And he hung around he hung around with the killers and the thugs and, and the scammers. So and, and he was a saint and he turned his lifestyle turned them into saints. Mm. Now that's a revelation right there. So that's what God wants you to do. He wants you to live such a righteous life and love and love him so much that you're turning other people into saints. And so let me go ahead and get into what the definition of a saint is. A saint is set apart for God's special purpose. Every follower of Christ is a saint. And that's it. That's it. It doesn't say anything about your mistakes. It doesn't say anything about what kind of background you're from. It doesn't say anything about the kind of challenges you've been through. It doesn't say anything about you. It doesn't judge you. It just says set apart for God's special purposes. And then it says every follower of Christ is a saint. That the every follower of Christ is a saint. That's not Obviously, that's that's not the definition. You can't have the word in, in the definition. But yeah, every follower of Christ is a saint. So if you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior and you believe that he died on the third day and rose again and he freed you from your sin and he beat the enemy already, he beat the devil and the victory's already won, it's a fixed fight, then you're a saint. No matter your mistakes, it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter what you're about to do. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. Anything that you're struggling with, you've already won. You just got to believe that you've already won because you're a saint in God's eyes. So don't think any less of yourself because you are already set apart. You're not like everybody else. So if you feel, if you always feel like you don't fit in or you feel like, you know, a little awkward sometimes you feel like you know you like people just kind of be looking at you funny because they can't really relate to you that's good because that's what god wants you god is not a god of this world he is so totally different it says in his word that eyes have not seen ears have not heard anything that he has done there is no way that we can even comprehend what he even looks like or what he's even capable of So is God not set apart for his own special purpose? I'm sorry about that. If you heard that slamming, slamming up the door, 
But if he didn't disregard that, just ignore it. But um, is he not set apart? Is he not his own saint? Is Jesus was Jesus not his is not his own saint? So why, if God is the God and God that I serve, that shares everything, there's there's nothing that's off limits for God when it comes to being in His presence. And if He made everything, He will give you everything. He literally has given us everything. So why, if you're a saint, why wouldn't you want that for your life? Why wouldn't you just let go of the things that you think are good for you and actually receive what's actually beneficial? to you because Jesus turns sinners into saints and a saint is not perfection is progression mm. Ooh, a saint is not perfection it is just you being set apart from the world you being in your own lane because God is in his own lane but let me move on but it doesn't say that you can't still have fun when when you're a saint because I know a lot of people feel like um, and it, it can be misconstrued because um, the old generation, they, they're used to doing things a certain type of way. So they're, they're used to serving their religion. And let's just put religion to the side for a second because this is not even about religion. This is about you having a better understanding of who God is. This is about you having a relation with God. This is about you having a better heart, having a better mind, having better characteristics, having a better attitude. This is just about you and your whole being and your whole lifestyle and the way you do things and the way you think. This has nothing to do with, with religion. So let me just put that. Let, let's all just put it down. Let's just let's just wrap it up, put it to the side. OK, because this has nothing to do with religion, but when you confess your life to God and you say that I want to be your child and I and I want you to know me because he already made you so he knows you but you have to know him. Ooh, you guys have to become one in the spirit and in the mind and in the body. And that's like a whole nother I'm not even going to get into all of that, but that's a whole nother thing. But yeah, like mm. You can still have fun. You can still, the best part about serving God and becoming sanctified and being set apart is you can still be yourself. God doesn't want to change anything about you because he made you exactly the way that you are. And he wants you to serve and he wants you to serve him just like you are. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want you to change anything. He just wants you to change the bad stuff about you. And when that's, that's good. Your own, I'm pretty sure your own mom wants you to change the bad stuff about you. I'm pretty sure you want to change the bad stuff about you. I'm pretty sure your partner wants you to change the bad stuff about you. Anybody who cares about you would want you to change the bad stuff about you so you can live a better life. And that's all God wants you to do. So set apart from the patterns of the world. The lifestyle you're used to, you're used to associate with is the world. You are conformed to it. But conform means that you're submitting to the God of this world, which is the devil. Because God did give, he said that this is his world. Because one day it will be, it will be, it's going to end. And God is not the king of the end. He is the king of beginnings. But he is ultimately the alpha and the omega. If he started it, he can finish it. So, when you are conformed to the world, you are ultimately you're 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 cheating yourself because now you don't really have a real 
you don't really have a full sense of identity. You don't have a full sense of purpose. You don't know who you are because you're conforming to what everybody else is doing. And when you're conforming to what everybody else is doing, you're walking into a party blind and deaf. And how can you have fun at a party where everybody's blind and deaf? You're just walking in your way. You're just bumping to anybody, hanging out with people you don't have no business hanging out hanging around you're just doing stuff you know that you're not supposed to be doing and it just it just becomes a whole mess but when you submit to god he opens your eyes and he opens your ears so now you receive his special purpose for your life and you start to receive the satisfaction of what it really means to live and not just exist and that's what it means to be a saint is to set apart for god's special purpose for when you truly fulfill your purpose for your life i can't tell you i really cannot tell you what it feels like to serve your purpose it's just something that you really have to experience for yourself it is so refreshing it's so rejuvenating it's not a lot of us we go through life and we work these jobs and we do the same trivial things over and we just feel like we're rubbing two rocks together but when you submit yourself to God and you say, yes, I'm going to I'm gonna do it your way and I'm not going to submit to this world and I'm not going to conform to this world and I'm not going to do what everybody else is doing, but I'm not going to conform but transform and I'm going to actually not just fulfill my own purpose, but I'm going to help others fulfill their purpose. You are truly, 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 truly doing God's work and he will bless you for that. And it's, and it's like no amount of money can really truly bless you to how it feels to to do things that God wants you to do for yourself. He wants the better version for you, but ultimately you should want the better version for yourself. Everybody should want a better version of themselves, want a better version of their life, want a better version of their habits. And that's what God is here to do for you. That's why Jesus died on the cross. So you can have that, you can strive for it, but it's not going to be like going through hell and back because he already did that and he won. It's not going to be, it's not going to be difficult because he already, it's, it's already a fixed fire. You already won. You're already victorious. You already that boss. You already the person you want to be. You just have to add God into it and let him bring his own twist and let him use things that you don't even know that you had in you. Mm, that can help somebody else. Oof. The presence of, of God is on me right now. I'm getting excited. I, I really got to calm down just for the sake of the podcast. So I wanted to break some, some stuff down. What does a better version of yourself even look like? That's actually a really good question. That's actually a really good question. And I ask myself that all the time. What does that even look like? But you know what? I have um, the answers, and you know where I have the answers from? I have it in um, the Bible. Let me um, get to it real quick. Unprepared. I'm so sorry. Uh, let me see. Give me one second. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Okay. So let me get to where I need to be is chapter 11, verse 44. And I'm in Leviticus. And, um, okay, so what does that 
What does a better version of yourself look like? The answer is right here. It says, for I am the Lord, your God. You must concentrate yourselves and be holy because I am holy. Do not defile yourself with any of these small animals that scurry around the ground. For I am the Lord and I'm the one who brought you up from the land of Egypt that I might be your God. Therefore, you must be holy because I am holy. Okay, so the animals. I'm going to have to get back on on the animals. Well, I guess I guess he is right. I mean, when Jesus came, he said it isn't what you eat that defiles you, it's what's in your heart, but as we all know, it slick could be cuz that's how corona came about, but this is not about corona. This is not even about corona, but the scripture it says for I'm the Lord your God, you must concentrate yourself to be holy because I'm holy. And what does the word holy even mean? What is holy? Is it super squeaky clean? Like no dust? Is it all white? Is it all tidy? Everything's tight together. Everything you can't, no touching. It don't have no stains on it. Does holy judge everyone? Does holy only help those that um, that they like? Absolutely not. That's not the kind of God that I serve. That is not what God means when he says that you are to be holy because I am holy. No, holy means if I could find it. Holy is a lifestyle allowing room in your heart for God to work through you and around you. Mm. Holy is not clean, because let's just be honest. Jesus was born in a filthy barn with animals. And have you, if you've been to the circus, let's, let's, let's just go back. If you've been to the circus, you know what a barn looks like. It stinks. There's pee and there's doo-doo everywhere. I mean, you really can't control when you're out there petting the goats. You could be in the middle of petting the goat and the goat's just going to poo right then and there. There's nothing that you can do. So just imagine being born in a barn full of animals that are just like in the circus. Mm. Was that clean? Mm. Was it clean? Come on, let's be honest now. Holy is not better than others. And I already said in my last episode that Jesus hung out with the thugs. I mean, Peter tried to cut a man's ear off. He hung out with the scammers. Matthew, one of his disciples, was a scammer. He was a tax collector. I mean, he healed the prostitutes, the traitors, and the liars. Those are the kind of people that Jesus hung out with. So does that mean that he was better than? No, that's not what holy means. Does holy mean, I mean, people get it all confused. Holy is not an outward thing. It's an inward thing. Outward is an inward sacrifice. Holy is an inward sacrifice. Holy doesn't mean you're untouchable. That's not what that meant. Because he went around, he went touching the sick, and he went touching anybody that was willing to be touched by him. Holy is a lifestyle allowing room in your heart 
for God to work around and through you. So don't be a shook one out here being afraid to commit to God and serve God because you think what the world out here has for you is better than what God has for you because that's deception. That's the spirit of deception. And I denounce that. And I denounce that in the name of Jesus Christ into the abyss of fire. They cannot have your mind. They cannot have your reality. Your reality is in God's hands. And the only way to strive for and the only way to receive satisfaction is to commit to Jesus and follow his commands and he will give you everything that your heart desires when you once you delight yourself in him and please don't ever mistake and think that I'm perfect and I have it put together because I truly don't have it put together and even though God has your the best version of yourself you still have to walk by faith and not by sight and you don't know what that is and there's a lot of things that has to be eliminated before you even get to the best version of yourself. It isn't just a straightforward shot and, and all of a sudden you're the best. No, you have to go through a process. You have to go through the wilderness and you have to strip yourself of all the things that would take away from you even being the best version of yourself. That means move some friends around, out of your life, not around, just out. That, that means dealing with yourself. Ooh, because you can't deal with yourself when you are dating somebody. That's two people. That's you and them. You might just have to take some single time and just deal with yourself so you can be a, a better version for the both of them. But I don't know. Something You just might have to pray on that because I don't know your, your season and I don't know what you're going through. So... I mean, God has a way of turning everything around, even if you are in a relationship, even if that is the relationship that you're meant to be in, even if it isn't, God has a way of turning things around. And even if you start doing it, then once you once you become holy, that person next to you have, has no choice. They're just going to do it automatically. They're not even going to be paying attention. They're just going to do it. They're just going to become the best versions when they see you becoming and they see you surrendering. So don't be a shook one out here because there's nothing out here in these streets. Let it all go. I promise you. I know it's a struggle. It's a struggle for all of us. Even the ones who do confess and live a life for, for God. It's a struggle, but it's definitely worth it. And I thank you for being here at another in another episode of Serve Thy Neighbor. See you again. We'll see you next time.